energy every other hour? Good. Yes, we're fine. Okay. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Online worship may not be the answer you're looking for, but in the midst of this new reality, COVID-19, and the prudent call to social distancing, we, the Church of the Open Hands, will not be gathering for worship in our sacred space through March. This give us an opportunity to remain connected and close to one another in a different way, using technology. For the remaining of March, we will be offering a shorter worship experience and reflection through our Facebook page and website, firstpresbyterian.org. Thank you for joining us. And in the meantime, remember, social distancing is not to be taken as spiritual distancing. Our worship team joining me this morning are Sherry Fiore on the piano and organ, Dr. Jerry Custer, our minister of music, Sharon York, vocalist, Pam Husino, liturgist and vocalist, and Randy Wright, vocalist, and on the soundboard. So find that quiet and comforting space in your home. It may be near a window. Please remember to turn your TV off. Quiet and put aside your phone. Have your cup of coffee and hot tea next to you. And if you like, join us in lighting a candle. Ready? Let's take a deep breath together. And remember, energy flows where your intention goes. Set that intention for this week. Take one more breath. Breathe in grace and breathe out gratitude, and let's worship God.
we come to the well of fear and doubt. Change my heart, O God, make it ever true. Change my heart, O God, may I be like you. We come to the well of anger and hate. Change my heart, O God, make it ever true. Change my heart, O God, may I be like you. Lord, bring us to the water of peace and hope. Change my heart, O God, make it ever true. Change my heart, O God, may I be like you. You Join me in prayer. You do not need to know precisely what is happening or exactly where it is all going. What you need is to recognize the possibilities and challenges offered by this present moment and to embrace them with courage, faith, and hope. Thank you, Brother Thomas Merton. Amen. Amen. The reading for this week is from the Gospel of John, chapter 4. It's a very well-known story of Jesus coming to the well and be offered a drink of water by this Samaritan woman. Listen for the word of God. We're going to pick up the story beginning on verse 4. The translation that I'll be using this week is from uh, Eugene Peterson's The Message. Listen for the word of God. To get there, he had to pass through Samaria. He came into Sychar, a Samaritan village that bordered the field Jacob had given his sons Joseph. Jacob's well was still there. Jesus, worn out by the trip, sat down at the well. It was noon. A woman, a Samaritan, came to draw water, and Jesus said, Would you give me a drink of water? 
His disciples had gone to the village to buy food for lunch. The Samaritan woman, taken aback, asked, How come you, a Jew, are asking me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? Jesus, the Jews in those days, wouldn't be caught dead talking to Samaritans. And Jesus answered, If you knew the generosity of God and who I am, you would be asking me for a drink, and I would give you fresh living water. The woman said, Sir, you don't even have a bucket to draw with, and this well is deep. So how are you going to get this living water? Are you better man than our ancestor Jacob who dug this well and drank from it, he and his sons and livestock, and passed it down to us? Jesus said, Everyone who drinks this water will get thirsty again and again. Anyone who drinks the water I give will never thirst, not ever. The water I give will be an artesian spring within, gushing fountains of endless life. The woman said, Sir, give me this water so I won't ever get thirsty, won't ever have to come back to this well again. May God bless our experience as well as to our understanding, the reading of God's word. Pray with me, please. Creator God, you know the needs in our hearts, and surely you know all the thoughts and the meditations of our hearts. And as we remain at a distance from one another, we pray that you will draw us to be closer with one another in heart, mind, and soul, that you will touch us in ways that we have never, ever experienced before, that you might be able to draw us closer together, but most importantly, that you will draw us closer to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Take, oh, take me as I am. Sorry out what I shall be. She came to the well in broad daylight, bearing a heavy load of emotional scars, social stigmas, and outsider status. Yet still she came because she had to have water. Surely she was used to being judged, whispered about, and none too subtly avoided by the good citizens of this backwater Samaritan outpost. Yet still she came, bearing her pain, 
carrying her jog and wielding a battered but unbroken, feisty pride. A simple but absurd request for water from a strange man was the pivotal point on which her entire life turned. Once again, Jesus crosses boundaries, cuts through fear, looks someone in the eye, and reorients reality. He knew her place of need, and he met the woman there and lifted her to new life. Everyone has worth and matters to God. We all hunger and thirst for the same basic things that only God can provide. Our Creator is generous, meeting our needs, lifting us up from the muck of our own making and claiming us as part of the family. Can we not extend the same generosity to our sisters and brothers in the name of Christ? Can we not hear Jesus' words to his disciples later in the same gospel lesson reminding them about sowing and reaping and the interconnectedness of it all? You see, there is enough. There's no need to panic, swarming the grocery stores, maneuvering past one another in crowded aisles and fighting over frozen good and water bottles and exchanging money with tired cashiers who say they have been working for six days straight and have never seen so many customers in their lives, all to make us feel secure, at least in the moment, that we are safe. But we can be generous, and we can believe in God's gracious provision for all the world. Where can you find that living water that Jesus is speaking about? Is living water found in a bottle water? Name your favorite. Basic spring water, crystal geyser, perrier. No, of course not. Bottled water may be good, but it will only quench your thirst for a moment. So it is with this background as we search for answers in these anxious coronavirus days where we seem to be desperately thirsty for a cure, let us read to you Ling Unger's poem, Pandemic. It was just written a few days ago on March the 11th. In all likelihood, you've seen and read the poem through your social media circles. Listen to Pandemic. What if you thought of it as the Jews consider the Sabbath the most sacred of times? Cease from travel. Cease from buying and selling. Give up just for now on trying to make the world different than it is. Sing. Pray. Touch only those to whom you commit your life. Center down. And when your body has become still, reach out with your heart. Know that we are connected in ways that are terrifying and beautiful. You could hardly deny it now. Know that our lives are in one another's hands. Surely that has come clear. Do not reach out your hands. 
Reach out your heart. Reach out your words. Reach out all the tendrils of compassion that move invisibly where we cannot touch. Promise this world your love for better or for worse, in sickness and in health, so long as we shall live. What lessons can we take from this story? What does God have to say to us as leaders and as a community? What kind of living water might be waiting to gush forth from the rocks of our resistance? Jesus met the woman at the well at the place of her deepest need. Just as God did not abandon the people of Israel in the desert, even though they grumble and complain, God never, never, never abandoned us either. May it be so for you as well as for me. Amen. Emily, whether we can see each other or not. Please join me, if you would, for a moment of prayer. God, we ask you to care for all those who find themselves utterly alone at this time. Our brothers and sisters who are in nursing homes, our brothers and sisters who are trapped by fear and are in their houses, those who are single parents caring for children who can't go to school, those who are temporarily unemployed, the waiters and waitresses and cooks and all those others who depend on income that isn't available to them. Quiet and sustain their hearts, we pray. Care for all those who are working diligently to find solutions to this virus. The healthcare workers, the scientists, all those who put themselves in harm's way to help bring about an end to this pandemic. Be with them, we pray. Be with the nurses and doctors who care for us and be with those who are struggling with the symptoms of this disease in our town, in our county, in the state of Michigan. Restore them, we pray, to health. We pray for all those who are in need of prayer for whatever the reason, known or unknown to us, but known to you, O God. God of earthquake, wind, and fire, tame the natural forces that defy control or shock us by their fury. Prevent us from calling disaster your justice and help us in good times or in calamity to trust your mercy which never ends and your power which in Jesus the Christ stilled storms, healed the sick, raised the dead, and put down all the powers of evil. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen.
Pray with me. God, our gifts are so minute in comparison to your generosity. Transform our simple offering into ministries that quench parched lives with the water of faithful living. Nurture our need to share your water through the gifts that you have given us so freely in the name of Jesus Christ, our brother who taught us to pray. Our, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We pray and trust that this has been a meaningful worship experience, and we'd like to invite you to join us again next week at the same time. May the God of green hope fill you up with joy, fill you up with peace, so that your believing lives, filled with the life-giving energy of the Holy Spirit, will brim over with hope. And all God's people say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Beautiful.